today we're excited to have Eliza on the podcast. She is a brand new business owner, and so she talks about the journey of starting as well as what it looks like to be a new business owner. We're so excited to let you hear the start of her journey and can't wait to hear have her back on in the future. We can hear how things are going for her in her business and what she is learning. So sit back and relax as we talk to Eliza. So we are here today to talk about your adventure and what you're doing. So can you fill us in? Yeah. So my husband and I uh, purchased a property here in Dalton and the opportunity just kind of hit us at the right time. I went to school last year for my aesthetics license and decided to open up my own business because that opportunity was presented to us in the time frame. So hashtag Edge Beauty Bar is a beauty salon. So we do hair, we do aesthetic services, facials, massage, and full body waxing. And then we also have an eyelash technician who is mentoring with me. She's a cosmetologist. Okay. So she's licensed to do everything that I am, but they don't get specialized training in skincare. So she's mentoring with me for that. And then we are also going to be taking on eyelash lifting and tinting. She's taking a microblading course. So that's like brow enhancements. It's similar to cosmetic tattooing. Okay. And she's going to be taking that here in this early next year. So that's exciting. So you're offering a lot of services that that you don't find at every every. Yes. Um, in Wayne County, the options are few and far between mm-hmm. to go to a place that you can really get specialized services, even with skincare. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to be able to offer as much as possible and really just focus for me on my specialties was really important. And I really wanted a place where people can feel comfortable coming in. Mm -hmm. And because we are in a smaller area, but we have a broad spectrum of people who are interested in those type of services that you have to travel for. I recently just had a client tell me, she's like, I'm so excited that you're, you're here because I'm having to travel to Columbus or Cleveland or some of these bigger cities. And that's a lot of time that people are traveling for things like that, that we can offer here that makes it easy for them. Right. So that's exciting. Yeah. Having that. Very exciting. So did you always want to own your own business? And even when you were in school for this, did you think that you would work for somebody else? I knew that I was going to open my own business eventually. Mm -hmm. The property that we purchased has the uh, salon property on it, but it also has a rental property. So my husband and I are in real estate. Mm-hmm. So we own a rental property in Worcester. And then because that one had the potential for that, it kind of was the perfect combination. Um, it helps cover the mortgage, which is super important. So we're trying to take risks as far as investments go, but be smart about those investments. And right. being that we're young, we need to make those investments right right now so that in the future we're benefiting the way we would like to as far, excuse me, as far as our retirement goes. Well, and that's one thing that I thought of as I was watching you guys remodel this building is that you took, I think you said a year to remodel it? We purchased it in May. Okay. So we've been remodeling this entire year, literally up until like the day before we had our last minute things that always need done. Yes, definitely. But what is is wise and what you're saying just from a, a risk or a business perspective is that that rental was that that property, even mm-hmm. all those months that you were remodeling it was providing some income. Yes, it was at least enough to cover the mortgage, which is important yeah. for us. Like we knew we weren't going to be making a profit right out the gate. Right. It's just not 
realistic for what we purchased it for. If we could cover that, it made sense for us to be able to do this remodeling because I'm a stickler. (laughs) My poor husband. He did all the renovations, Mm -hmm. everything. I married the handiest man. But the amount of days that I walked in and I said, honey, I was thinking. (laughs) And like, I'm sure really got old for him, but he was uh, dealing with me with some very serious grace in that instance, because whatever my vision was, I was set on. Yeah. And there was no variation in that. And he showed up as far as that goes, for sure. But then you were able to get it exactly how you wanted it. Mm-hmm. And you had that income to start even before you were open for business. Yes. So that was probably a relief that every time you made a change, you know, you knew you right. could do that. Yeah, definitely. We invested knowing that someday this is going to be our retirement plan. Mm-hmm. Jake wants to eventually own enough rental properties so that we don't have to work for other people. Mm-hmm. I didn't ever expect to be a business owner just coming from my past experience with work. I spent all these years in the medical field, preparing to be a nurse after working two years in geriatrics, realizing that was my life passion to find out that my life passion is never going to provide the income that I wanted. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be a nurse in geriatrics. That's a difficult thing to take on, especially because you're the supervisor on a, on a floor as a nurse in geriatrics. So you have STNAs that are doing all the work. That's the work that I love, taking care of people. So to spend that money in school to go to be a nurse, to make a decent living, to then have to leave what I loved. Mm -hmm. So when we had our son, I stopped working and became a stay-at-home mom for five years while Jake traveled for the oil field. So that was interesting. And then last year I decided, or when was that? Two years ago, I decided I was going to go to school and change my direction as far as how I'm going to take care of people. Right. And that's kind of what led me into the aesthetics portion. I wasn't much interested in the hair division just because I don't think I have the nag for that. But the up close and personal with people is definitely my specialty. So it's more the relationship and helping Mm -hmm. them out, which you had before. Yes. And then now you have that again. It's just Mm -hmm. in a whole different field. Exactly. That is you being able to live your dream just in a different way Mm -hmm. and kind of more flexibility. Definitely. But yet a lot more responsibility in the sense of now financially. Right. It's not that, you know, W2 anymore. Does that scare you or excite you or just kind of whatever? A little bit of both. I've been very grateful this entire time. I feel like that gratefulness has provided me the opportunity to see the light in everything. So I've been very steady since I opened, which I'm unbelievably blessed for. Whether it's one, two, three people every day that I'm open and available, it's been something. So some people might see that as a slow opening, but for me, I'm just grateful that anybody is willing to come in and give me the opportunity to take care of them. That's been awesome. So that kind of cushions the fear Because Mm -hmm. I am just grateful for the opportunity. And opening the business was definitely the scariest thing ever. When my husband told me he talked to the property owners and put an offer in, I was like, oh my gosh, oh, we're doing this. Like, this is happening. Yeah. So what (laughs) did that look like? So he said, hey, I did this. Surprise? (laughs) Or was it discussed at all? Kind of. Yeah, it was kind of a surprise. So the property owners had originally a deal with another business owner in there for a contract, a land contract. And when the shutdown hit, they realized, you know, I think I just want to focus on our family and focus on 
having children and they're young and they have a young family. So it was kind of the best time for her to move away from being the business owner and the boss and focus on them and the family and what she wanted. And when my husband found out about it, he called the property owners and everything moved very, very quickly. So there wasn't any time to second guess. Mm -hmm. And then once it happened, it was like, okay, well, this is going to work because we have no other option. That's been really the most helpful thing for Jake and I, especially as a team. Like everything we do is a partnership in our marriage as far as business goes, for sure. Mm -hmm. So failure is just not an option. Whether it takes us one year, five years, 10 years to get to maybe our financial goal, it's it doesn't really matter for us because it's going to happen. It's just we need to wait it out. We need to make sure that every day we're showing up, especially me. Every day I show up, I'm excited to see my clients. I'm excited to work. I love it, which I think really helps the business point of it. I know some people are don't want the hassle of having to deal with the business stuff, mm-hmm. but it's really not as bad as I was expecting it to be. We have a really great accountant too, mm-hmm. so that helps. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was in one in particular that was like a woman's Facebook group for business and I couldn't believe how many people tried to do their own taxes and other women were like, oh yes, it's a good idea or find the information online. And I'm just like, are you kidding me? Like a good accountant is non-negotiable, not replaceable. Yes. You know, it's just too big of a of an area of your business mm-hmm. to try to Google something that just blows my mind. Right. And I don't think people realize really how affordable mm-hmm. it is, especially when you are a new business. Those are financial decisions you have to really reconsider. Save money somewhere else. Right. Spend the money, which again is affordable. It's more affordable than I think people realize to go out, talk to a good accountant. Accountants, they're not like lawyers either. Every time you call them, you're not on the clock. They're not sending you a bill for every single minute, which is super helpful. The woman that we use has been amazing. I can text her any silly question in the day and she gets back to me within four hours. Mm -hmm. And I love that. So that's been very calming Mm -hmm. for me. Yeah. Especially because I did not go to school for financing. (laughs) Right. So, And math is not my strong suit. We have a good POS system in there. Everything's tracked. Everything's organized is the biggest thing, I think, is being organized. I've spent a lot of time this year making sure all my ducks are in a row almost spastically. Mm -hmm. And I think that's definitely paid off for us in the long run, especially for me, because I know exactly where everything's going, how much everything costs, and just taking the extra time to not willy-nilly things has been a stress reliever for sure. Right. And being a stay-at-home mom for the last five years, that hasn't changed for me. You know, I still have my children. I still have to make sure they get to point A to point B and daycare and scheduling around our lives. That's been the biggest thing is being my own boss. I get more control of that. Working in the medical field, that's not as easy. Jobs are not as willing to work with you when you have a family or... You know, you don't, you have to worry, am I sick or my kids sick? And then I have to worry about sick days. And if you miss too many days, that was something I was not ever willing to go back to. Yeah. So how old are your children? Four and six. I have a girl and a boy and they are baby giants. Um, you can imagine my husband's yeah. six, <laughs> six, so, so tall. Yeah. I'm living in the land of giants over yeah. there. And they are a blessing. Those poor kids, they were troopers this entire summer. They were over there every single day for the renovation and really hung in there. It got to the point, though, my son was like, I'll stay in the car with the tablet and you can go in there. <laughs> yeah, but that was probably nice, even though they, you know, 
a four-year-old's not really helping as much as a (laughs) 24-year-old, but I'm sure it was kind of neat to have them there. Like, I'm sure there were pictures that were snapped of you guys all working together, Mm -hmm. and he may not remember that, but he can look on that at some point, and and they're going to grow up in this business that you've created. How does that make you feel? That makes me feel amazing. Every single time we've gone out there, my daughter's been a little more aggravated about having to go there for things. But every single time I remind her, like, mommy and daddy are doing this for you guys. And we want you to have something more than a trust fund at some point, some a legacy that they can build their lives on. So having them involved in everything that we do has always been very important. Jake is amazing when it comes to including them because he's patient. (laughs) He Mm -hmm. knows how to take steps with them. He shows them how to work the tools and where to put the screws and, you know, gives them a broom. He's so great at redirecting them. When it comes to my projects, they've been so specific and needing done a certain way. It's not always been the best for them. Mm -hmm. So I struggle a little bit as far as that goes, including them because when like painting, for instance, my children love it. I don't want that Picasso on the wall. Right. As much as I love your enthusiasm, I'll right. give you a board and you can paint over here. <laughs> so right. that was a little difficult for them to adjust to. But Jake has been really great helping redirect them and include them in things that they can actually do and help with. And I think that's really made them appreciate how hard we've worked for everything. Mm-hmm. And when I go to work, they're not mad. They're not She's kind of sad. They don't, they're not like, oh, mommy, they're going to miss you. Like, they're ready to get rid of me. Yeah. So I'm glad glad for that, though. I'm glad for that independence they have and that Mm -hmm. they're not overly attached to me, which I was concerned about going back to work because I have been readily available for them since Avery was two. Right. Every single day. It's been mommy. So So. one thing with that is like you talked about that you were a nurse Mm -hmm. and then you were a stay at home mom and now you're starting your business. So this is December. So Mm -hmm. just a few weeks ago, that's a, that's like three different, completely three, completely different things in a period of, you know, seven or eight years. So if you were a couple years as a nurse, let's say, and then five years home and then now you're doing your own thing. Mm -hmm. They're all very specific and very different. Has it been hard to, to kind of a, adapt to, you know, working full time. And then all of a sudden you're not working at all. And all of a sudden it's like crazy schedule because yes, you can make your own schedule, Mm -hmm. but it's not that, I mean, you're also, you're, you are the business. So you need to be there to show up. How are those all different? And how have you seen that? I think going from working full time to staying at home was probably the hardest for me Mm -hmm. because when I was working, I was, I worked three jobs up until I was eight months pregnant with my son. Mm -hmm. And it was just normal. I think chaos is something I deal with well when it comes to being a stay-at-home mom. God bless the women who do it for their entire lives. That is not for me. That is not my life's aspirations. I know that that job is extremely necessary for families, and I can understand why people take that opportunity, and I'm blessed that I had it. Mm -hmm. Because Jake worked in the oil field. He was only home 15 weeks a year for Mm -hmm. five years. So it was like having a roommate basically, which is weird to say about your husband, but that was kind of our situation. And he said, you know, when I'm doing this work, I really want you to be, I want our kids to have someone and daycare is outrageous these days. It's not easy. So my wages weren't enough to really make it worth going back to work. So going from working and feeling like I had purpose to staying at home, which I know so many people are like, well, that is purpose. You're 
taking care of your kids, your home, it wasn't enough for me. I need to do like 10 things at one time. Uh, the overachiever in me is like drastic. For some reason, there's never a point where I'm like, oh yeah, I made it. Now I can relax. That seems to not happen for me. So having this kind of controlled chaos in my life this last year has actually been relieving for me because I have a schedule then. When you're a stay-at-home mom with kids, I feel like it's hard to keep a schedule and routine. No matter how hard you try, the monotony of that routine kind of gets exhausting. So it's nice to have a little bit of something else in there. Like when I worked as an STNA the first two two years, I was my junior year, my senior year. I got licensed my junior year. I went and joined the service just to have something else to do. I worked in hospice care. I was watching a lot of people die and I was working 80 hours a week and emotionally I was exhausted. So I needed a break and go do something else. So I went and joined the service, didn't tell anybody in my family. And they said, oh, you're leaving in two weeks. So then I had to call everyone. No one was excited about it. And I was the first grandchild for my grandmother to join the service at that point. So that was difficult. But that's always been something that's been, I think, calming for me. I know as crazy as that sounds, I grew up in chaos. So when things are like normal and calm, like I don't feel normal and calm. So when you had normal and calm and the stability of staying at home Mm -hmm. and that regular you know, routine or regular setup, you are, we're now ready to, okay, I have one in school. I have yes. one almost in school. Your husband says, Hey, we're going to do this adventure. And you're like, okay, right. like you were it's ready done. for it. You were yeah. ready. Yeah. And like I said, the opportunity came at the perfect time. We were actually looking to potentially move up to 30 minutes outside of town because I was going to work at that same salon. Okay. Well, it, it was a different name then. We were looking for more property and a little bit more room to breathe because we live here in town, which is wonderful. But I have chickens and we have animals and my kids are like feral and I need some room to run and breathe and yeah. you know have a little bit of space. So the shutdown happened and then the business opportunity was presented to us. So that put our moving anywhere on hold for right now. But we just look at it as, you know, everything's going to come to us when it comes to us. And when the opportunity is right, we know it's the right one because we won't be able to turn it down. Right. And that's how it was with the salon property. It was just the right opportunity. And I've never wanted anything huge. Like I have no aspirations to have multiple locations and, you know, 50,000 employees. Like, Keeping it small and personal is super important to me mm-hmm. because when you know people and you can create relationships with those people, that's what lasts. That's what keeps your clientele happy. And not only happy, they keep it keeps them loyal. When you're loyal to them, they're loyal to you. So I want to know people's kids' birthdays and special things that they're doing for the holidays. Like it's the personable relationship that you can create with those people that I think is really important. So let's switch gears a little bit and talk about rental properties and being Mm -hmm. a landlord. That really is a business in itself. And, you know, it may not look the same, but it does definitely creates income. And there are certainly people who have enough rentals that that's their full-time job. What do you like about being a landlord and what do you not like about being a landlord? Being a landlord for us hasn't been particularly tricky. We did have one tenant that was a problem. We had to go to court over that. That's definitely the downside. Like anytime you're investing in property and having to deal with other people, you are taking a risk. So for us, the juice is worth the squeeze and any little thing that might come up, like we have to go and fix a heater or, you know, a light bulb, which has happened. You have to vet people 
that's a difficult thing for us because Jake and I are overly compassionate for people sometimes. And in business, you have to have a boundary and there needs to be boundaries that you set personally, not only like financially, but emotionally with people. So that's probably been the biggest hurdle for us because we are like full-blown bleeding hearts, which is not a bad trait, but in Mm -hmm. business like this, it can be a little bit cutthroat. So, so far we've been really lucky. Like our two tenants in Worcester have been there now for over a year and they've been extremely good to us. Even through this entire shutdown, we haven't had to worry about rental payments, which makes me happy for them because that means that they're still being taken care of in their businesses. Right. That's probably the only thing that would potentially make me lose sleep at night is what would happen if we end up with three mortgages all at one time. Yeah. That's the scary part. But Again, it's if you don't do it, you never know. Mm-hmm. So for Jake and I, we're definitely jump people when it comes to business, for sure. We're, we're going to jump and just hope that that parachute hits right so that we land softly. The landlord thing has been interesting. We were lucky here in town. Jake's brother and his um, high school friend actually are renting from us. So they're in their early 20s. They're looking for a place together. So the rent's inexpensive for them. They share sure. it and it gives them some sense of responsibility and, you know, those grown up things that they probably would not have entered into had it not been for the shutdown. You know, they're both going to school and working and doing all these great things. And it's nice to have them close by. Dominic particularly has been a huge help, you know, in our as far as our family goes, because Jake has been gone so long. And whenever we need a hand with the kids or, you know, he comes over and just hangs out and has dinner and we have a really great relationship with him. So to be able to provide him with a place to stay, but also help our revenue as far as the property goes, it's been a nice equal balance there. It's really a win-win. It definitely is. Mm -hmm. It definitely is. He, when he decided he was going to move in, he goes, I know I'm 21. I think it's time for me to do grown up things. Oh, there you go. I think so. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. That's very true. You have obviously been very busy in different points of your life. And even as a stay-at-home mom, there's some busyness to it because they might want you to play and maybe you're doing something else or cooking or they they each want you to play or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then your working hours before that and then during this, you know, renovation and all that kind of stuff. I'm sure you have time management tips, even though in each of those scenarios over your last you know, seven or eight years, they look different. What are some time management tips that you've picked up over the course of your career as a nurse and then as a stay-at-home mom and then now with this new business and getting ready to start that business? So with everything that we've been involved in, um, especially for myself, I am a list maker because if I don't have a list, I have a hard time prioritizing. And I know some people are like, well, what does a list do? You know what you have to do during the day. It just keeps me in check. I make sure that our routine in the household is the same every single day. We get up, we make breakfast, we get ready for school. In the summertime, we get up, we make breakfast, we get ready for the day. We have certain times of the day that I dedicate to get so many things done. I am one of those people that if I feel overwhelmed by my tasks, I won't do anything. I'll just sit there and wait for somebody to help me. Keeping those lists and keeping realistic goals daily. I mean, you have children. I'm sure you understand exactly what it's like. You have a list of a hundred things that need done. But are those things totally necessary to get done today? Mm -hmm. And for a long time, I put that pressure on myself. I have to get everything done all the same day. Everything needs to be done by a certain time. Nobody is holding me in check. I don't have to answer to anyone. 
So I didn't know why I was being so hard on myself. So I've definitely um, given myself some grace in that sense, which I think is super important for any business owner, mother, regular people during the day, anybody. Give yourself some grace. So time management, you have to give yourself that grace time. Instead of giving yourself 100 things to do today, give yourself five things to do each day and then have a goal to have it done by a certain time. It's much more realistic. At least it is for me. But when it comes to the kids, it's always having the same routine. Every night, no matter how much stuff I feel like I didn't get done today, because I still look ahead in that schedule of things that I can maybe catch up on, I stop work at a certain time. I stop taking phone calls at a certain time. Because even though I know my business is my livelihood, I am not going to be a slave to my business. I My family is very important. My kids are still young. They still need me nonstop. Mm-hmm. So being able to manage and balance that has been super important as far as my time management goes. We shut everything off at a certain time. We have dinner. We have family time. And we dedicate at least an hour to watching a movie and snuggling in our bed with the kids. Even though they might have, we might have played like four games and done all this stuff. Every single night at the same time, we get into our bed together and we snuggle and we watch a movie. Mm-hmm. And that's been... Probably the best thing for me is those lists and just keeping our schedule the same. Now, there's going to be days where we're running around and there's crazy stuff, but I still manage to fit some of those normal routine things in, especially for the kids, because they're children. They don't do well with change. Their bedtimes are still the same no matter what, and that's awesome. So even if I have to put the kids to bed and stay up an extra hour and do whatever it is I didn't get done, I still manage to get everything that I need done for that list for that day. The list have been amazing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm a list person too. So I totally get that. Yeah. On another note with, you know, transitioning into business is you said you had a good accountant, but in all of the things you've done with the rental, you've had some business experience. What have you done to get yourself ready to own a business? I mean, have you read different books or have you, Talk to people who are doing what you're doing. What have you done so you felt like, okay, I know I'm going to learn a lot and not know everything, but I've prepped myself by doing what? I've definitely talked to a lot of business owners, especially women in business. Most people that are in this type of industry are women, which is helpful. And my older sister is actually a business owner. So it was really awesome to be able to lean on her a little bit as far as information goes and maybe what are some things that I'm not thinking of right out of the gate research, constantly researching. If you ask my husband, I'm the facts checker. Um, I'm not a him haul like, oh, maybe it's this and it's probably that. No, I'm going to go and look it up. I just prefer to know for sure mm-hmm. versus question it and hope for the best. So I spent a lot of time researching this year leading up to the opening, talking to professionals. I went and set up my merchant account and talk, picked everybody's brain in there about the best way to handle the inside business, you know, behind the scenes, the cash register, where the money is going to go and how, what's the best way to organize all of that, which is why I went with the POS system that I did because it literally takes care of everything. As far as managing my availability, I knew when I was in school, once I started working for myself, that I was going to create boundaries because I'm definitely someone who's easy to persuade not to do that. Like I'm, I'm readily available for everybody all the time, which emotionally is exhausting. 
So I knew when I was going to start my own business, I had to like buck up and be a big girl and set boundaries with people. I cannot make everybody happy. And I know that it's not an easy pill for me to swallow because I'm a people pleaser, but having those boundaries has been really helpful for me. And knowing other people, they're like, oh, you know, most most business owners don't realize certain things until years later after they've run themselves ragged or made poor financial decisions. I knew I needed to get all of the goo out of the mix right away. So the amount of research that I did was exhausting. Hours, hours and hours and hours. I would just spend listening to podcasts was a big thing for me for other business professionals in this industry. Right. Kind of learning from what they've already known. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Very good. I've had a few people tell me in this industry, well, you got to pay your dues. You know, you just got to go through things. And I find that a little bit funny because just because it took somebody this amount of time to get from point A to point B does not mean that looks the same for everybody else. So no matter what industry you're in, there's always this pay your dues, whatever industry you're in. I find it interesting that people don't realize that there's a fast lane and you can get there. It's all about your willingness to exceed and excel and learn. I feel like that's huge no matter what you're doing. And if you're not willing to put in the time, of course, those things aren't going to come to you as quickly. So I find that as a funny phrase in any industry is the do paying because that's not something I believe in. I know that no matter what, whatever our success looks like to us, it's going to take some time, but it's not defined by anybody else's experience. That's for sure. So what else would you like to share with us as we are kind of wrapping up here? What are you most excited about for your business? Just to be a part of the community, honestly. Mm -hmm. This is where my husband grew up. It's very deep in his roots Mm -hmm. as far as the family goes. And having the opportunity to just be there and take care of people the way that I love to. I'm actually going to be hopefully setting up in this next year a volunteer program with hospice for massage. I'm certified in relaxing body massage. And I'm really looking forward to that venture because it's just near and dear to my heart. It's almost like a way for your two different careers to right to cross paths again. Yes, definitely. So I'm really looking forward to kicking that off. Hopefully in this next year, it'll be available with everything going on. Who knows what they're going to allow. So I'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to that. And I'm definitely looking forward to our future here in Wayne County and with the community. So tell us how people can find you if they want to see what services you offer or make an appointment with you. Do you have a social media or or the phone number for your, your business? How can they reach you? So we are in appointments only currently, mostly because of COVID, but we do have social media. It's hashtag spelled out underscore edge beauty bar on Facebook and Instagram. I'm working on a website You can search our business on Google, and there is a phone number that you can call and make appointments with. It's 330-828-6135. That business number rings on my phone, so it's nice, Uh, but I don't take calls after 8 o'clock, so (laughs) if you get the voicemail, you just leave a voicemail. Right. You'll call Um, back the next day. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Me and Nicole, especially, we're really quick to respond to everything, uh, messages and voicemails. We do have... A few hairstylists that are interested in coming on board with us in 2021. So we're looking forward to that. And I believe the Dalton Gazette is going to be running a new business like flyer basically for us as well. So that information will be with them as well. 
Very good. Very good. Well, thank, thank you, you for coming and talking to us and excited to have you just right down the corner from us to see and watch you grow in 2021. Well, thank you very much for having me today. I really appreciate it. We all have a purpose and we have dreams to follow. To learn more about other women and their stories and their dreams, like and subscribe. Until next week, be a blessing to others.